I'm Mary Angela Abeo, creator of the Faces of Fortitude movement, which is a safe space for faces of suicide and mental illness to share their stories and help each other heal. And this is Face to Faces, a conversation series featuring people from all walks of life, exploring the real human emotions we're all dealing with as the world around us rapidly evolves. I'm glad you're here with us. Let's lean in. I am so excited about today's guest. Please help me welcome my friends, singer, entertainer, burlesque artist, and member of the music groups Fly Moon Royalty and Hotels, Audra Boo, who uses she, her pronouns, and her partner, Dominique Stevens, who also uses she, her pronouns, who works for the city of Seattle, sits on the board for the Coalition of Immigrants, Refugees, and Communities of Color, and also an incredibly talented drag king and boylesque artist. I'm so excited to have you both here. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. I knew I, I knew right when I started this, I was like, email them immediately. It's happening. So I'm excited that you agreed. I was really thinking they were going to be like, what? Nope. So I want to check in first, like I do with everybody, like emotionally, because this changes every minute. And I know I've messaged with Audra a bit on DMs, like every day, it's different. How are you both today? Uh, You know, today is different. Um, I would say it's, you know, I think every day is a little bit different. You're just like, okay, here we are. It's another Mm -hmm. one. And If anything, we've both just been just kind of moving it along. Um, I saw my mom today and or no, no, actually, I didn't see my mom today. I saw my daughter today Mm -hmm. and just kind of did a little bit of that and picked a few things up. And I need to see my mom today is what I need to do. But yeah, today was good. I think the last few days have been just kind of all over the place, but you know, I mean, here we are. I'm upright, and at least I'm cute for the second day in a row. <laughs> so that's a big deal. I think we could use a word better than cute. I mean, I think Absolutely. you look ravishing right now. But yeah, just saying, just saying. Yeah. Well, thank, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I try. I actually put some effort into it today. And I mean, yeah, I'm wearing a bra, so, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wearing pants. And a bra. Yes. That's a win. We're done for the day. Let's right. go. I, I'm, I've done, I've done it all today. <laughs> How are you, Dominique? Um, I'm doing well. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm breathing. I'm, I'm well. Uh, I'm working. I don't know. Today felt like a little bit of a more stressful day yet as these days are rolling in and, People are trying to figure out how they find their footing during this pandemic in terms of surviving and thriving. Um, I, you know, try to not beat myself up with too many complaints and things like that because I'm still working. Uh, So this is why I don't like being stressed with work. It's like, ah, I have a job to be stressed about. Um, Right. And so uh, I kind of put those things in perspective. Other than that, I'm doing well. Yeah. This is very exciting. So I was. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's okay. That made my day. Um, I want to know how you both are practicing some self-care because I think right now 
in, especially in the entertainment side of the world, I know Audra and they're all being hit so hard that you've got to, I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, you and I were both kind of spiraling differently on Instagram and we were both just kind of like, like, how are, how are you taking care of yourselves? Um, sometimes barely. (laughs) That is Um, so real though. Yeah. I think, you know, really the best answer I can actually accurately give is the best I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during this, we've moved into a new place. And you moved during the pandemic. Let's just sit on that for a minute. That's yeah. a big, whoo. The was, fact that you're both still alive, you didn't kill each other, and yeah, you're okay. Like, whoo. I'm a clone. No, she just cloned. <laughs> <is okay. laughs> no, we didn't kill each other. <laughs> It was a weird experience, but yeah, we moved during a pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. we moved in together during the pandemic. Oh, that's right. That is, that's a yeah, big step too. Yes. Yeah. But in the place that we moved into, there's this huge jacuzzi tub. So I've taken a few baths. And Jealous. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've smoked a lot of weed. I've had a lot of cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> that is therapy right there. Yeah. But also, you know, like we've had some funny like Zoom and FaceTime chats with friends. Um, but I think for me, like I'm such a I'm such a emotions person. I'm such a muse person. So I think like I've I at this point in the game, it's like trying not to internalize so much. Like mm-hmm. all the things, which is what I've really mostly been doing. Um, but at least, you know, like we've been good about like at least having like a few routine things. And like because we have a little bit of space today where it's like, OK, like you got to work and like I got to do a thing. It's like, OK, we have a little bit of space. So even like we're not so much in each other's face. So I think we have a little bit of a time to breathe and it's like, you just kind of are making it up as you go. You're like, okay, like, let's do a thing. It's like, you know, I don't want to say it's spontaneous because most times when people say that it's like, oh, it's exciting. It's spontaneous. But no, sometimes (laughs) you're just like, we are like, oh, what you want to do this? Okay, cool. All right. What you want to do next? Uh, Okay. You want to watch this? Okay, cool. And then we're just like going with it. It's kind of, it's not exciting. I I know what you mean, but it's, it's uh, definitely tests and growth, growth between two people. Yeah. I mean, when this is done, we're going to feel like we've been together for like 50 years. (laughs) You know, everyone who's with their person in a pandemic who didn't kill them is going to be like, you know, we still together. Right. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't kill each other. Together. You remember that time when it was illegal to go outside and right. we didn't kill each other? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're working from home, Dominique. How much harder is that? You know, having because I know when I was when I interviewed uh Taylor from GSBA, he mm-hmm. was talking about the fact that having his home as a as a place to go back to after work is was always great, but now he had to find a way to make it comfortable both ways. Yes. Um, well, I, interesting enough, um, there's moments where 
Of course, we grew accustomed to if you need a quick answer, I could just run down a hallway to someone's office and be like, I chose not to email you or chose not to text you. And I just want to come down and like get a clear uh, communication from you. Um, Now that's harder. Right. Of course, um, you got to bother people like, hey, I sent you this email at 830. I really needed an answer by nine. Now it's 11. What's what's the key? (laughs) Give me the information about it. Um, but I honestly, I, I feel a little bit more productive. You know, I'm, I'm things that we did in our office was like, you know, some people were still on social media during the day. Yeah. We did a thing. Right, 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 right. But I I feel (laughs) like I I have this, I know I got to get certain work done up to a certain time and then I have meetings and then I need to jump back on. Um, it's a very rapid response. And so, um, it's a constant go, go, go. I think. Once I, we also have to send like a daily report every single day. And so once we're able to get to that point where I know I'm sending this report, I'm like, oh, okay. Also working from home and sending that report, sometimes I feel like I'm being lax in my work. Then I write this report and I'm like, oh, hmm. I did a thing today. <laughs> I um, had a conversation. Well, let's just put it out there. So yes, I work for the city of Seattle, but specifically I work for Mayor Jenny Durkin and we were able to have a, ch- a check-in with her. And she was like, what's going to be the biggest change? And I was like, you know, having to put on shoes and socks to come to work. I am yes. the most effective in my slippers or my bare feet. <laughs> like how are we going to work this out, Mayor? And so she she had a little laugh about that. But I think that's everybody. I mean, most people are dressed, but yeah, from the ankles down, the feet are out. So, I mean, it's been an interesting time working from home, but I'm, I'm, I'm on it. My schedule has not really changed. I have a few more meetings. I've taken on a few more tasks. Yet uh, it's also posed an opportunity to be as rapid response, as creative and as open as possible um, in terms of being someone who is from community and also works to serve community through the city. Mm. So um, it's yeah, it's it's been an interesting time, but low key, I've never really liked people breathing on me anyway. I'm a very (laughs) human. And people are always in my personal space. So being able to work from my living room where people are not breathing on me. <laughs> damn, there's that. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody say recently that um, their social anxiety is gone because society's gone. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I mean, that's real. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, I, things that I would hope people would do even moving forward is, you know, you get to pick and choose your environment sometimes, right? Not everybody does. But when you have that control to pick and choose your environment, be really strategic about who you want to be in your space. And that's okay. And for me, like going back to the self-care question, I am strategic about the check-ins that I have with my people. So me and my best friend have a Sunday check-in, right? Another best friend, usually it's Fridays because we do our little happy, we usually did happy hours on Fridays. So now I could just FaceTime her and say, girl, what you doing? She was like, I'm here with the cocktail, where's yours? So Mm. there's that. Um, Tomorrow, my family's going to do another Zoom call which was really fun. We have two babies and two folks Aww. who are celebrating their birthdays during this pandemic. So we're trying to do something fun for them, um, which also in turn allows me to introduce Audra to my family in a whole nother way. And she gets to meet everybody versus just like mm. meeting my mom and dad. She's meeting my my brothers, my sisters, their, my in-laws. My That's nephews, so exciting. They're animals. So look, by the time <laughs> by the time we're all out of here, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, Audra, that's great," which I love in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah that was gonna be my next question: is what is? I mean, there we can 
talk for days about the shitty parts of all of this and how fucked up it is on so many levels. Um, you know, the marginalized communities, economic, you know, everything. Um, but are there any threads of light and hope that you're finding that I know for me, the Seattle freeze is kind of like warming up and people, when they walk down the street, they're looking me in the eyes and they're saying hello. And I'm like, what? Who? You? What? And it's, it's a little small light for me. And I don't know, are you noticing anything that you're like, wow, I hope that this doesn't change afterwards. Well, okay. Selfishly. <laughs> Be about I, it though. The, the, you know, and I'm going to own this 1000%, right? Like as a performer, you know, though I miss being like on stage and in like live crowds where I can like reach out and bounce off people. I adore the fact that I can watch people's shows from the couch in my in my pajamas. Like if I want to just Winnie the Pooh on somebody's show, I don't got to feel <laughs> no feelings about it. Like I'm just like you said I'm Winnie the Pooh. I have never heard that. Ever, but I'm using it now. All the time. Like, hey, I have watched so (laughs) many people's like live streaming their bands thing, live streaming burlesque things, like DJ sets. We on the couch. I watched your first burlesque six dollar show high as fuck on the couch in like no bra and pajamas. And I was like, I that was my first thought was that. I would go to so many more shows like uh-huh. this yeah. and support my friends. This is brilliant. And I love this. There's a lesbian bar in LA that's doing strip shows like this. Ah. And I'm like, yes, like I can't go to LA, but I could watch it online Yes, and mm-hmm. tip those dancers. Like, is this going to be a thing? Could we make this a thing? You know, now so it's it has its own rub, right? It has a rub, but it also you can make it on the positive side of the rub, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like for the performer, you know, this is where it's like on the other hand, like it's weird to perform to a computer screen. And I can't see anyone else. I can like, you know, when I'm done, I get to read some comments and especially as someone who like I need the people, right? For like mm-hmm. the commentary. You know, it's fun to like go back through the comments, but I'm also trying to like steer a show on a direction or if I'm trying to perform and I can't go back to the comments. Right. So it's like, ah, I need the people there. But what I do hope comes at the end of all this, like when the smoke clears and we can actually come out and be able to to some degree make some kind of contact, like being able to go to a show that's also being streamed to just be able to open that up to people. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Oh, like if I can't get to LA to see that show, I can stream it. Like, I love that idea. You know, so many people, especially for musicians, like we have such big, huge, like follow-ons of people. Some of us got small follow-ons of people, but in just so many various places. And now it's like, oh, we can just stream these shows so we can keep these people with all this fresh new stuff, right? And people can follow you. Same with all these burlesque shows where it's like, there's folks who are always like, oh, I wish I could come and see your thing. But oh my God, I'm not in Seattle. Man, that first, the first show, we had people who were like trying to log in from Ghana. I love that. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
even with the second show, it's people are coming from states from different time zones. So it's like you get to open yourself up to having this wider, you know, amount of audience. So I hope that we get to just start doing it hybrid style where it's like, yes, let's like stream this stuff. Let's make it available to a bigger audience. And yeah, if you know that you can't make it, then yeah, watch it from the couch. Well, because you know the musician culture here in Seattle, like if you're being that that's how I met you, you know, if you had a show two nights ago and then your friend has a show in two nights, you know, in two days, most likely you're not going to go out because you've already been out. You're exhausted. You're over 30, whatever. And you're like, have a good show, boo, but I'm going to be in bed. But now I love it because like old me is like, I'm here for it. Do you want to back up a little bit and tell people, listeners, um, about how you adjusted your your work for this? So um, I, I would have to say um, with everything, with all of the COVID business, you know, actually I'll even back it up a little bit further. So but just outside of even my performer world, I was working in a business that was doing a lot of business coaching. And like, you know, I was doing webinars, teaching people already using Zoom, how to do things with their business, how to, you know, just do all kind of different various random things. Right. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I would also be just sitting on as a host, as a moderator. So I was already using Zoom for these like workshops, right? So now fast forward to this, it's like, oh, um, hey, well, since we're all at home, um, people are like, well, we're gonna broadcast our shows. So before we did it, um, another burlesque troupe had done it. So we watched theirs just to get an idea. And they actually, they just made it just all the way free. And it was super fun. And it's like people who are just in their living room, you know, you got to adjust to space. The thing that for, you know, Simone Penn, doing it with Simone Penn that made it really interesting is that um, Shay Simone is always thinking about the vision, right? Mm -hmm. Even when we were in person on stage, it's always about the vision. What does it look like? Is it doing something different? And so for her, it's like, well, if we're in gallery view, we're going to try to do some choreography at the same time. That's wild. No That's bananas. That, right? You're like, um, no one's on the same bandwidth sometimes. Like, what is that <laughs> going to be like? But then it's like we all just start teaching ourselves how to use it. Like, there's things that I already knew. So everyone's like, well, Audra, how do you do this? Oh, but can you do this with this? So I'm like, you know, now it's like, oh, I get to, you know, go back to all that knowledge I had already acquired from, from using Zoom for my old job. To be like, oh, yeah, you can do this stuff. You can use it like this. So I'm like, you know, showing people how to do stuff. We're all learning together new things about it. Next thing you know, boom, we have a whole show where it's like we were, you know, we're all learning together how to play music from each other's computers, what you have to do, you know, using the volume so that you can play your track and attempt to sing on it. It's wild. It's weird. But it's super fun. And at the end of it, like, you know, you can kind of hang out. People can still talk to you. They're in the comments. And it's like, it's quick. It's moving really fast. But it's like, you know, people are saying hella funny stuff. And actually, again, more of the rub is that when you actually have the comment section, 
people are saying some of the funniest and just like some it was of the hilarious compliments because now they're not heckling they're not like talking during your thing they're not right. being disruptive they're like genuinely like into it and then you can go and like go back when you're done performing and you can be like oh my god so it's like it doesn't you know as the audience member you don't feel rude and that's like right. the best so the host doesn't have to tell you to like shut up right <laughs> I I love it. I hope that there there I hope that you're right. I hope that that aspect continues because I know I would attend more shows. However, you know, shifting to Dom like when you go like Dominique's boylesque is um how do I say this? Very hands-on. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so that's like how do you have the same effect on a video? Yeah. Um, for me as drag king, um, I think, you know, I could play with it a little bit more. Honestly, I'm in a different boat than Audra. It is nice to not put on a beard and tape back my breasts to be D Dynasty right now. As much as I appreciate fans and doing those things, I'm not I'm not in a space where I feel like I need to I'm itching to be in front of people in that kind of capacity right now. And maybe because my capacity is more about getting people to resources and like trying to Right. Um, there's this thing we were talking about when everything first started was like compassion fatigue. Right. So it's like I'm wanting to support Audra. I want my parents to be supported. I want her family to be supported. I want my community to be supported. Um, and I just feel like I can breathe a little bit. It's it's uh, things that I don't usually share with people is that I I work the 14 hour day and then I'm going to be D Dynasty for another seven hours. Mm. <laughs> That's, That's a not, long day. A long time. That's all. And so, I mean, as things come up, I'd be happy to, you know, tap into the things that Audra has been doing, uh, like learning and teaching, really. Uh, the fun part is that I get to be behind the scenes watching all these things happen. So it's like, oh, I feel like I could teach a little thing or I could actually go forth and do a little thing. But then if I have a question, the guru's on the couch, which is perfect. Um, <laughs> and so, but right now, I mean, I think that what, uh, so as we're going to be soon entering Pride season, and I imagine that though I will have a few vir- virtual burlesque shows, uh, not uh, well drag shows, if you will, that um, people are going to just get real. They get to do what they do. They don't get the same D Dynasty. They just get to be <laughs> able to DIY themselves at home. <laughs> they get a, <laughs> an instant reaction. And since no one else is there to look at them, <laughs> Hey, I'm here okay. for it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> it's kind of like the old school D'Angelo video. Uh, how does it feel? When yes. I first came out and people were putting their face to, to the screen, they looking down. They was like, can I see uh, all the way where that V goes? That's going to be that it? kind of experience. You leave it. I'm just here to leave you with some fun. I'm always just, you know, help you to kick it off. Up for the, right yeah, up. up for the imagination, That's right? right. <laughs> That's right. Well, I th- I think I want to shift to that because I think what you said about that compassion exhaustion, um, I know we talked to, I talked to Taylor about the same thing because they're going through a lot of secondhand trauma of just, and, and I, I want to speak on that because I think right now watching our friends, I know we all, we have a lot of the same friends in the restaurant industry in, you know, housing that is subsidized in housing or, you know, dealing with, WIC dealing with, you know, 
payments from the state that they're struggling way more than we are and um, acknowledging my privilege, acknowledging my access, but hoping and wishing that I can help people find resources, help them in any way. And I think right now it's exhausting and sad and depressing, but at the same time, you work for an office that is directly helping people, but you're also dealing with people that you've helped lift up over these last few years and you're watching them struggle and it's devastating, I imagine. It is. It um, It's a real, this, this wild is the only word I've used for all of this. It's a very wild time. It's wild to think that, um, you know, our, of course, our economies look so much different. That means that the support that we usually give people is not going to look the same. It's interesting that why well, I went from one point, of, one point of making sure that people had access to funding. Now I'm getting emails defending their funding. Right. Um, mm. And being like, this is why you should continue to fund these folks and why we don't want to freeze what we were going to give them for these particular reasons. And also, and then having to go, not only they pleaded their case, which makes a lot of sense, but then I'm on this other side, which I'm extremely fortunate to be this kind of person. Cause there's a, this is why, you know, partly why I work for the city and specifically in an office like the mayor's office, because being someone who's from community, you want that direct, direct connection. So then I can get, I can get an email and instead of it getting, oh, let me see who I can talk to, I could right. directly email uh, the budget director and say, right. can we have a conversation about this and what makes sense or what's the best thing for me to say to community? Um, and then I hope that, and I'm not just putting it on my shoulders, but my team, the office, even the mayor herself, hopefully people feel as much as government is, we know how government is, um, right. that when you have those direct connections, at least you could do something. So it is a very interesting time right now. It's an interesting time because the resources that I do give to folks, if it doesn't hit the intersection, right? So if you're not an artist, you're not a person of color, if you're not LGBTQ, if you don't have a disability, right. all these things, it's like, um, or you do have these things and things are not teased out specifically for you. That's really hard. It's really, really hard. Like I, So for example, like our small business fund, the first round, I had a lot of people, I was like, apply, apply, apply. And then I got a lot of people coming back and was like, oh, wait, you know, I have this many more employees or they're looking for this or they're looking for that. What else do you have that's out there so we can stay afloat? And, um, you know, it, it's just an interesting thing because I get, I do, I get calls on my personal phone and my work phone for the same wow. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, it's like this double edged sword where it's a blessing that people trust and rely on me enough that they say, look, if I don't get her on the personal, I'm gonna get her on the work, which is fine. Please do. Um, if you have it like that in my life um, and if you don't and you're on my work, please use that, too. But, um, but on the flip <laughs> side, it kind of sucks, too, because it's like I get calls on a regular basis and I'm like, I'm trying my best. I'm yeah. trying to see. And also, I'm not. I'm just a little cog in the machine, right? I'm not like, I'm not the mayor. I'm not a deputy mayor. I'm not a director person in this level. So I can't just say, go forth and make this happen. I just have to be the person that continues to bring up the conversation on a regular basis. Um, right. What we should be doing? How do we push this? How do we, we look at things? And when we have an opportunity to give our say-so, to give the robust say-so that of community need. Right. It's time to like, how do we break down what LGBTQ 
folks might need in terms of resources. What does that look like? Um, are we making sure that we're keeping our racial, our racial equity lens when we're pushing things out into community? And that means not leaving community behind. That means plugging them in the forefront or in the middle when we're ready to do so, um, but also keeping transparent about a lot of different things. And so it's, 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 interesting. it's just a wild time. I think everybody's incredibly lucky to have you as an ally and in that office, because right now we're seeing a lens in the media that is very white, patriarch, just het cis men that are running fucking everything. And we need voices that are community-based, grassroots-based, that are, no matter how small you think you are in that whole team, I think that everybody that feels trust that they can trust you is very lucky to have to know who you are. So I'm glad that we have you in that office. Well, thank you for that. And I was like, you know, more, more than ever, this is one of those times that if you're inside certain systems, this is a unique time to be like, this is how we're going to change what the system looks like. Um, my outlook on how, how we are in this pandemic is still very practical. It's not, I mean, I know we're taking it day by day. We're always changing things. We're always getting more news. But I'm not gaslighting people, right? And I wasn't gaslighting them right. before. And if it doesn't make sense and you can't pull and we're not going to be able to support you or pull something out, we might have to relook at what those look like. And um, I think right now is the most important time not to gaslight people. Because when everything right. is said and done, don't rely on these things that may have been there. It may have been dried up. It might be dried up by the time three or six right. months come down the lines. Who knows? So- I was still trying to keep, you know. Well, I think that's a really good point because call out culture and gaslighting was such a huge kind of trend right before all of this, especially call out culture. And right now people are suffering at different levels. And how is that helpful? It's not helpful. I mean, listen, if you want to, you know, call out and gaslight or whatever, call out Ruth Chris, you know, and make them give their money back dope. Like it happened. Great. (laughs) But you know, that's a whole, you know, it's different. And I think people, individuals and orgs and city officials are each their own lane and each doing their own thing. And so I agree. I think that you got to be practical about it, but um, I want to get to these lighten the mood a little bit and well, kind of lighten a few of them are heavy, get to these lightning round questions to end out this interview. Um, I don't know if either of you remember James Lipton and the actor studio, but he was my favorite. And so I I thought I want to do some questions like him. So I love the favorite swear word question because at some point I'm going to edit them all together and just make a big curse word, like trailer of all, all of my interviews and their favorite curse words. 90% of them are fuck, but I would love to know what your favorite swear words are or swear like curse, like phrases. (laughs) If you're not watching the video version of this, they both just stared at each other. And I love that. Um, I, I, we say everything. I would say, <laughs> I definitely. Oh, I know your favorite cuss word. Are you going to be that dude? No, okay. I'm not going to be that dude. <laughs> I do have a favorite that I like to say inside the house. I'm going to keep that one in the pocket. Okay. But my second favorite is shit. And oh. that's how I like to say it with three eyes. Shit. With two syllables. Sh- yep. Shit. <laughs> I love that so much. Shit, yeah. 
What do I say? I don't know. It's weird. I, I have a weird relationship with this this phrase, but everybody's a motherfucker. I don't know. Good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't even matter. I'm just like, look, that motherfucker dropped something. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just is the thing. I think it I rolls off the dad. tongue. It does. It does. <laughs> I, you know, I said on, in a compliment one time, and it was only because I had a few cocktails, but I was with my parents and I was like, you motherfuckers are lit. And my mom was like, what? My dad was like, I am lit. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my God. It was a very, uh, oops. you were like, am I getting in trouble? What's happening? I don't know. My mom was like, you're grown now. It's fine. Uh, you're grown. Yeah. I love that she had to say that now, now. Yeah, she had to wait till I was 35. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say during our birthday dinner? Oh my goodness. I said a slew of cuss words. And my, my dad was just like toast, mazel tov. And my mom was mortified. Yeah, I think you said shit. And then they were like, oh. No, because I said you're the motherfucking shit. That's what I said. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it so much. Okay, so in your self-care moments, is there a book, a movie that you're watching over and over, or like an, an album or music that you're listening to that's like, I need to turn this on and not talk to anybody or open this book? Anything that you're like going to right now for self-care? Ooh, you know, musically, we're just, I think we're both kind of everywhere. Um, really, I think we really go to, um, was it um, the Free Nationals playlist? Oh, yeah. We love A them. lot. Yeah. Uh, I have not it heard it. Hell of so good, good music. Anderson Pack and the Free, Na- Free Nationals. Oh, yeah. Very good. It's good music all the time. As far as what are we watching, like, <laughs> oh, tell me all about it, please. Did it. <laughs> the face said it all. You know, I mean, we we watched we we watched Tiger King, mm-hmm. all of it. <laughs> we watched The Circle, all of it. That was a fair exchange with a friend. A friend wasn't <laughs> trying to watch Tiger King, and she. She was letting us know that she was thinking about being on this reality show, which is basically like the new way of quarantining reality shows. Yeah, it's 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 so it is the quarantine. It is. It's wow. so strange. That's what the circle is about. I've never so seen it. Loosely the circle, which is um, I don't know, we're hopefully this gets you more money, but if we're gonna do the shameless thing, it's on a streaming platform. It starts with an N. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Until you get that contract, you know, which is so um, it's basically you get to go into this space, your sight unseen. So basically it's just, it's a picture. You're hoping that it's you. You can pick whatever identity you want. Um, the goal is to get someone to be like the most favorite person at the end of it. It's kind of like that weird Black Mirror episode where with the right. many likes you can yeah, get. Yeah, with the social media. Um, and you're trying to get to the end of who likes you. You know, it's not a dating thing, but there's, of course, that element it's really a personality situation, right? And literally, like I said, you can pick whatever you want. So you don't have to go in as yourself. You can go in as somebody else, right? And all you're doing is like chatting and messaging with these people. And they, you, um, the only time you get to see each other is like when you get kicked off. Um, and then, of course, at the end. And I won't tell so much because I think it's actually an interesting Yeah, at the show. end, if you are the person who has like... It's it's all averages, right? It's it's like you know, you're it's everyone's averages. They're like where people right. make you, and then at the end, if you're the winner, you get a hundred thousand dollars. Like I want to play thousand dollars. I'm here for that. And I think the cool part about this show that, and we haven't seen the other ones, but there's a French one, and then I think I saw Brazil, oh. and so oh, wow. I'm 
curious enough to go into it. But anyway, we've been, yeah, we went down the rabbit hole of Tiger King. Look, she was, she was like, we did the circle. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> that show is stressful. I mean, well, but even, so is Tiger King because white Tiger people. King is stressful, but. but I think, I feel like Tiger King is stressful because it's like, this is like, this is fake. Nah. Yeah, right? Is- That's what I kept thinking. But you can't the make circle, that kind of stuff up. The circle is like, these are people on social media. Right. This is like this is based on social media. Yeah. Right. And it's like there's catfishing. And it's like that is maddening. Stress. Yeah. I don't know. And and people, people are ridiculous. (laughs) Also, I mean, put a period at the end of that. An avid social media person. I mean, it takes me a long time to post. I hardly as much as I'm on Instagram, I'm just kind of looking at stuff and, and engaging people that kind of way. And then I never really, I never use my Facebook very hardly. It's really where my professional stuff is because also my mom is on <laughs> and my sister right. and everybody. Um, and then like, I don't have like a TikTok. I mean, I have a Snapchat, but I never use it. So, so, so as somebody who is like very loosely surrounded, like very wading in the shallow waters of social media, to me, it's like, it just shows that you can use that in any, you can use social media in any kind of way you choose to use it. If it, it could be your toy, it could be your marketing, it could be how you build friends, or you could just be out there being a whole nother person because whatever's happening in your everyday life is not a thing. You know, yeah, it could be like therapy, like me and Audra, we just have a day. We're like, I'm going to go live. Yep. Like, that's what I do <laughs> three times a week. Yep. I'm like, hi. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you get the good and the bad. That's what the show shows okay. you. You, yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Very, just give a couple episodes, you know. Okay, okay, um, okay. The next one. I need to know a, a few names of influential people who have inspired you to be who you are. Who are not white, heterosexual, cis men, because that's enough with them. Yeah. Um, I love it. I mean, my mom is always at the top of my list. She's Aww. just an amazing human. Um, I think for me, being Black woman raised, born and raised here in Seattle. Um, I was extremely blessed to have a very vivacious, almost terrifying, very direct, no nonsense <laughs> kind of mother who was from the south side of Chicago, raised this little black girl in Seattle and be like, you got a voice, girl, you better use it. Um, mm. And so my mom's always on the top of the list. Let's see. In terms of other folks who have inspired me, um, you know, my home, this it's, I'm gonna just combine them all at the end. My homegirls, they're really, they're really good. I mean, I got some friends who, I got a friend who is like director of family services for the Muckleshoot tribe, who is still keeping families together during this time. And also mm. like not gaslighting people. If you like, unfortunately lost your kid, there might be a reason behind that. I got another friend who is still doing her artist, uh, poet stuff it's she's having a hard time too adjusting being in front of her screen and also living alone and so we do our check-ins there but she always inspires me to keep doing things she's still moving she's being as creative as possible which is great you know my love inspires me in a lot of different ways and levels good answer she you know what she takes my good with the bad you know what i'm saying like i'm not as like i said i'm very practical right and so i'm like I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings, right? But I'm like, for like the people who are putting on big concerts and things like that, they're used to putting on festivals or they're used to doing these things. I'm like, you know, bitch wine, moan and complain for a minute. But then 
use this as a different way to your point of, and even others of like tapping the people who maybe have never tapped in before. I don't know when we're ever going to have 250 people in one space in the next six months. Let's just call that reality. Be upset about that. Yes. But then also let's figure out how we make this huger than ever. Right. Um, And so it's like, I, I am, I'm inspired by different people who like am able to listen and also give brings me back to the creative side of like, but we need to feel these people. We need to see these people. There's these different things to element and it keeps me grounded. So I appreciate that as well. And I think, yeah, I think there's, there's that. You keep me grounded, babe. Yeah. So cute. cute. Okay. That's enough. Audra. Um, very similarly, my yeah, my mom, um, uh, Mama very Blue. similar, but different. my mom, as you know, we are we are ridiculous. My mom twins, is like twins. Yeah, <laughs> yes, my mom is cray cray on the internet, cray cray, and. <laughs> doing things that I still will not watch the whole thing of. And it's just her talking about it because my mom be on cut.com. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I saw a clip of that and I was like, mama, boo. I was there for it though. (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny because just throughout my whole life, like, (laughs) There's just so many times where I was like, I would have my mom come to school for stuff. I would have my mom like chaperone my dances in high school. Like I always had my mom coming to everything. And then like I had sent my mom these cut.com things like, mom, you should go and audition for this thing because they pay you for it. And I don't know, like could be fun. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, she's like, I'm on my third one. And I'm like, oh, she's on here like touching touching things and doing that. I'm like, and you spanking old man at the, at the ping pong. Like, Oh my God. Oh, mom. I think she's done four things. Living her life. So, you know, my mom is a ham. Um, and I am too. I love my mama. Um, and you know, also I think like my brother who passed, um, Mm -hmm. also a big source of like why I just like, now I'm like, okay, do the things, do the things, period. Like, just like, okay, like say you're going to do a thing and then do it. Because my brother, if anything, said he was going to do a thing and then would just do it. Hmm. And as much as he got on my damn nerves, like he, he did what he said he was going to do all the time. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, he's a big, he's a big thing. And now I get to wear him on my arm and take him everywhere I go. I think that, um, you know, I, I'm always inspired by a lot of the people who are in just my circle of homies. Like right. there are tons of people who I kick it with who are just also different, also different, you know, from, from my boo thing to like all my sisters in like all the burlesque in the performance world, you, there's so many people that I'm like, man, like we're all out here just like living. And so, you know, and, and living in such a real way where it's like, no, it's not always perfect. It's not always pretty. It doesn't always feel good, 
But the next day, we're, we're, we're still moving forward. We're still doing something. We're still doing a thing. And so right. I'm like always just like, okay, like here we are. We're going to do a thing. And like, okay, cool. Like, let's go. Um, now, as far as like famous people who I, you know, I'm like, yes. Like those are goals. Like mm. Sharon Jones, you yes. know, my spirit animal in the world. Shaka Khan. You know, yes. just, you know, even like Sue Ennis, Sue Ennis um, co-wrote like damn near all, I'm not going to say all, but like a huge percentage of the heart songs and is local and is like, if you're a writer, she's basically your MJ. Right. And like, just like for me as a writer, as a songwriter, I'm like, ooh, like, ah. And sometimes, like, I'll email her for stuff for Ladies Rock Camp through Brain City Rock Camp. And, like, she'll respond to me. I was also, like, a Grammy advisor at one point, And she's, like, on the, the Grammy on the national level. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sitting at the table. Sue is right there. <laughs> like, so, you know, like, I mean, yeah, she's white. But also, like, she's very just open to what everyone is doing and just just a beautiful person. So, you know, I take my inspiration from a lot of different places and just, you know, you pick up and you, you know, you absorb things and you like, just try to, you know, put it in to yourself how you can. And then you just trying to make yourself a better person from it, I guess. I think that's what we all sh should strive to be doing right now. Cause it's all we can do. It's the only connection we have to people or, finding who inspires us and trying to absorb and morph and change and adjust with what's happening right now. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like it's all I can do is try to better myself in this bunker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but also sleep, you know what I mean? Like rest, Right. you know, I, I did an interview and it was like, you know, outside of this interview, we're already talking about just how artists are affected by all of this change and like, you know, even in, you know, me and D doing this thing, like I'm still, I'm, you know, we're transitioning ourselves together. And so I'm still dealing with like lost income from like mm. just not having the physical gigs. Right. And because m the gigs that I have are just all over the map, it's like, I I'm behind so far and it's like, you know, those are some of the things where I'm like, I have to not internalize like my, my feelings because then like, I don't want us to have to beef. Like sometimes I'm just like, holding stuff in and it's, mm -hmm. it can become ridiculous. But, you know, we were having this whole conversation about how like, you know, all of us are feeling all of this collective, just, I don't want to say craziness, but it's, it's wild. It's definitely wild. And this is the one time where it's like, yeah, we should... Yes, let's try to create a thing. Let's try to make something. But also, like, yeah, like, let's sleep. Let's rest. Let's not do something. Let's actually take a time to breathe. And just, like, for a moment, like, you know, in the beginning, there was this uh, meme that was, like, you know, let's not say that we're going to finish that project. Because I stared at my right. head today for 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. let's, let's let that be okay. Right. It's like because all we have right now is nothing but time, especially yeah. as thing after thing after thing becomes like pushed to 2021. It's like, well, 
okay, everything is going online and everything in, that might be personally, you know, in the physical is going to be in the next year or two. So it's like, yeah. well, let's just like be at home, feel all the feelings while we can. And then hopefully the next thing that happens is this big like rush of like, oh my God, let's just create a bunch of shit. Right. Because, okay, like, because now we have rested and we have been sitting, but I just don't want, I don't want to feel rushed. I just, yeah, like, let's slow down. I, you know, yeah, I like sitting at home. Sometimes we're just up here and it's like, you know, let's eat some pie. Yes. And no matter food. what time of day it is. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Know, like, let's slow down our lives. We were all so, like, so busy and now we're slowing down and it's like, Oh, this is a weird breathing space. Yeah. But I love that. I think that's really important. All right, you two, this last question. If you could have lunch with your younger self, what would you tell them? About what age would you be? And more importantly, what would you eat? That's a good question. Um you like you Ooh. I think that I I think at this at this juncture I would sit down with probably probably 22-year-old me. Okay. 22. We would have pizza at Tallarico's. Yes. Nice choice. And I would tell 22 year old me to, to avoid, to, to really, really think, think two times, think a third time and a seventh time too (laughs) about looking yet again at my kid's dad. That is that's real. That is real. I think, you know, I think that's, you know, I had, I had my daughter, I had my first child at like right before my 20th birthday. Mm-hmm. But I think I just didn't learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. I love my kids. Right. But if I could just go to 22 year old me and just be like, just really think about this. Just really think about this. That's wisdom. That is wisdom, though. I love that. I think that's real, too. I like answers like that that are just like, thank you. That I know that was probably a, a deep share, but it's real. Yeah. Mic drop on it, babe. <laughs> what about you, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't follow this. I, I was like, uh, I would tell my baby daddy. To, no, just joking. I, <laughs> I don't have any biological kids. <laughs> um, no, uh, so you know, I would the food part. Um, I, definitely a seafood boil. I love seafood. Like I had to. That's my mom's thing. Just lay it out on the table at the house. Homemade seafood boil at that. Invite my. Uh, 11 12 year old self to the table mm. yeah this is the time that basically I started to harden a little bit like only people who were super close to me um knew I was goofy or I wasn't so stern all the time mm. um 
But I, I think that sitting with that like 11 and a half, 12 to say, you know, you can, you can be in your lane. You can be, you know, have your outer box for some people, but also like allow people to see the genuine warmth that's inside of you too. Like mm-hmm. don't wait so long for, uh, to open up a little bit. I think be, be cautious and meticulous about maybe who gets to see that side, but also just, you don't have to ice out the world all the time so fast. Right. Um, you know, being an adult now, it's like, everybody's like, Dominic's no nonsense <laughs> unless, you know, you know, her on the other side of things. Right. And that's a consistent across the board. Like people don't, you know, and so, um, it looks like a lot of different things, which now is interesting because when we go out into the world, um, I mean, I guess I've only been around you, but my mom likes it now too. She was like, I guess you're happy because you can stare people down who are too close to you. Right. And I was like, I was doing that already. She was like, I know. Right. I about it. So, but I think I would just, <laughs> um, you know, tell my 12 year old self, like blossom a little bit more, let mm-hmm. them see that, that inner, you know, nectar that's, that's in there. And, um, and, 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 and that's okay for you to do. It's absolutely mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love both of your answers. Well, I want to thank you both for, for doing this. I know that you're both very busy humans with your online shows and your mayor's office things. But <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> but um, I think that your perspective and um, your opinions and your process, your human process about what we're all going through, this is super valuable. So thanks for doing this. And um, I will tell everybody where they can find you online and then I'll include links um, in the final. That's great. Sweet. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for thinking of us. You know, you take care of yourself and those plants and the yes. puppy and the hubby and everybody <laughs> in between. And what about where can we find you online? Tell me. I'm I'm on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the web, really. Audra Boo, correct? Audra Boo. Instagram, and- Facebook, Twitter. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I will link them. And until then, please be safe and take care of each other. And uh, yeah, we will see you on the flip side. Absolutely. Yes. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thanks for joining us for this conversation as part of our Face to Faces series. We hope you'll join and support the Faces of Fortitude community on Instagram at Faces of Fortitude on Facebook at Faces of Fortitude Portraits, and on Twitter as myself, Mary Angela Abeo. If you'd like to become a face in the project or join me in conversation on the podcast, or maybe you have an idea for a topic we should explore or a person we should interview, please contact us at booking at facesoffortitude.com. And until next time, please have extra patience and kindness for yourself and others.